Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Mondo Show. Stay tuned because on today's program, I'm going to be talking to my guest about are we in the last of the last days? I cannot believe that my special guest writes in his book. Matter of fact, I got to tell you that chapter one of this book is the reason why I said yes on having my guest on this program. If nothing else, I got to tell you why. Very few pastors, very few evangelists, very few teachers, very few men and women of God even dare to touch the last days, the issue of preparation, the issue of are we in the last days? Could this be the season and the time that Jesus and Paul warned us about? Yet many leaders are turning their back almost on the very words and the very warnings that Jesus told his disciples and the very warnings and signs that Paul advised Timothy about. The other reason why I wanted my guest on this program is because the last 25 years, I've been studying the book of Revelation. I've been studying where we are in the seasons and the times, but I've also been studying the second uh, of Timothy chapter 3 and the very first line where it says, no as a matter of fact, get your Bible out. We're going to have Bible study on today's program. And I didn't mean to start out this way already, but this is what captivated me is that my special guest writes about 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1. Know this, in the last days, perilous times will come, meaning dangerous times, fierce times, savage times. Doesn't that sound like today? I believe that is later than what we think. I believe that the church has been asleep. Something happened the last 20 years that the church went to sleep and started ignoring the very warning signs that the Apostle Paul and Jesus warned us about in the book of Matthew. And, and of course, 2 Timothy warning us about these days that we're in right now, yet Half of the church is asleep, wondering what's going on. But then God has a remnant group of people and leaders like my special guest. I got to introduce him right now because Pastor Mark Cowart is the senior pastor that has been labeled. Another reason why I wanted him on my show is because he has been labeled a lawbreaker. <laughs> and the forward was written by a good friend of mine, and I'm sure he's a good friend of yours, Pastor, uh, Lieutenant General uh, Jerry Boykin, and he writes about how a local church breaks the law for preaching politics in the pulpit. I want to tell you something. If we don't start talking from our pulpits today, we are allowing culture to penetrate and influence our members like never before. My special guest is the senior pastor. I got to introduce him right away because I believe that his message, chapter one and his message is so vital, it's so important to where we are right now that I need to just be quiet myself, 
let him talk on why he believes we are in the last of the last days. But Pastor Mark is the senior pastor of a ministry of a church that I cannot believe the name. I love the name of the church because it's for all nations. Please help me welcome senior pastor, author, prophetic voice, and I believe a watchman on the wall. Pastor Mark, welcome to the program. It is so good to be with you, Mondo. Ah, I mean, you have me shouting over here. <laughs> I tell you what, brother, I love what you're saying. And uh, we're reading from the same script, and I believe that script is the Word of God. But thank you so much for having me. It's really good to be with you. Listen, it is my honor. I, I get to read a lot of books uh, that come in my way. Uh, publishers send, you know, 100 books a week almost. And I got to tell you that wow. chapter one of your book was one of the pivotal moments of my week because... I cannot believe that a pastor of your magnitude is writing on chapter one, not the last chapter, not the middle of the book, the first chapter. Why did you decide to put the first chapter of this book and entitle it Perilous Times? Well, we're living in them. And I tell you, you don't even need to have a Bible to understand we're in perilous times. But very specifically, the Lord spoke, he basically, from Paul to Timothy, he spoke, he said, know this, Timothy. And, you know, we both have a good mutual friend, Rick Renner. He was just here on Sunday wow. and preached for us. And it had been over three years since he'd been here. But he did a word-by-word -word teaching on a Sunday morning, one of the times he was here. And it's a very emphatic word from Paul to Timothy. He said, Timothy, you need to know this, that in the last of the last days, what you said a while ago is so accurate. And we are in those last of the last days. He said, Timothy, you need to know this. We, there will be perilous times, dangerous, fierce, savage. And then he describes a whole list of wickedness that is mind-boggling. And when I used to read that, I thought, well, that'd be the local biker bar down there. It'd be where the gangs hang out. But Paul didn't say that. He said they have a form of godliness, but they denied the power that could transform a life. And so I tell wow. you, time is of the essence right now, Mondo. And, you know, I started out talking about times and seasons. So I'm in Colorado Springs. We've had some really cold weather, you know, in the last couple of months, 15 below zero, 10 below zero. And you have to know the time and season that you're in in Colorado. Wintertime is not the time to plant your garden or your flowers. And so there's certain times and seasons in the body of Christ. If we don't discern them, we're going to miss things that God intends for us to understand, to know, and also to walk in. Listen, we can get into it right away, but I, I got to go back a, a, a few years ago with you because uh, you were labeled a lawbreaker. What happened in October that labeled you a lawbreaker all for talking about politics from the pulpit? Yeah, that's quite a story. And uh, General Boykin, who's a dear friend of both of us, uh, 
he he is just such a blessing and we were in a lot of communication but october of 2012 was what they call pulpit freedom sunday and a great organization frc family or i'm sorry uh, adf alliance defending freedom they were encouraging pastors to speak up from the pulpit about issues of the day things that really matter things that that really matter from a biblical perspective and so I, it was General Jerry Boykin was ministering for us July of 2012, and I don't think he had any idea how powerful the Holy Spirit was working on me. But he started talking about a group of pastors that got together, and ADF led them, and they said, you need to speak freely from the pulpit what the Bible says about these issues and these candidates. And and if they any of the if the IRS takes you to court, we'll defend you at no charge. So he started telling this story about these brave pastors that did it. And I said in myself, as the Holy Spirit was convicting me, I'm done being silent. And so I began to speak out. So in October of 2012, the media showed up, uh, all three of our local television stations. Uh, local newspapers, and uh, so I spoke out boldly as to who was running for office, what they stood for, told them who I was voting for, and uh, I got home that afternoon, and somebody said, you may should watch the news. You're the top story tonight. I said, really? <laughs> so so I turned on, and I've got a, I've got a, <laughs> I got uh, copies of this, but it says local church breaks law, preaches politics. There's a picture of me preaching. And uh, I'm like, wow. And But here's the problem with that, Mondo. I didn't break the law. And it wasn't so much I was preaching politics. I was preaching the Word of God. And the Word of God just got into the business and the stuff of politics. And so that was the start of my journey that things changed pretty radically. And you know the situation. You make some people glad and you make some people mad, but one thing's for sure, it created no small stir. Pastor, what do you say to the critics that continue to say church and politics should not be mixed together? The church, religious groups should not be influencing candidates, should not be influencing laws into in, in, in our community, in our culture today. What do you say to those critics that are wanting to silence your voice? Well, one of the things is they're, they're revealing their total ignorance of our history. There's a thing, Mondo, called deconstruction. And basically, it's rewriting history. And my journey began several years ago when I really began to dive in and dig and find out what our true history was. But the things I'm about to tell you now are irrefutable. They're absolute fact. But if there was no Bible, there would be no America. This is a Christian nation. And people may like that or hate it. But the fact of it is, we have foundations that are irrefutably Christian. Um, our history has been so deconstructed and scrubbed that we don't know who we are anymore. And so if pastors of the founding era thought like pastors do today, or if people in the founding era of America thought like a lot of people do today, 
we never would have had a country. And so I let them know that they don't understand our history. They may have a modified, deconstructed version of it, but they don't know our true history. And that's why I thank God for men like David Barton, Tim Barton, Bill Federer, that bring forth the truth concerning our history in America. We're only 4% of the population, Mondo, but we're the most powerful nation in the world, most powerful military, the wealthiest nation, the freest nation, but every bit of that is under siege right now. Pastor, you know, you're talking uh, like a man on fire. You're talking like a man that understands what freedom of speech is all about. You had to take the step to not being afraid anymore if you were going to lose members, if people were going to support you, if publishers were going to come knocking for a book or not. Yet, it was a pivotal moment between your intimate relationship with God and the call of God in your life. What can we do, Pastor, to reignite inside of men and women of God? I'm talking about leaders. I've been in, 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 in Christianity for 25 years. I've been an evangelist. I'm still an evangelist. I'm a minister of the gospel. I've been a pastor in the past, yet I have seen a change the last 20 years of pastors and their churches turning over what the authority they had in the gospel in order to gain influence with the culture today and yet, here you are risking your whole entire 40-year ministry, your church, your, 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 your family's reputation, because when they smear you in the media, there's no stopping the onslaught of what the media can do and things that can go viral. But my question is, how do we wake up mighty men and women of God to understand the times and the seasons that we're in right now? Because... I personally feel that is later than what we think. I so agree with you on that. And it's such a great question, Mondo. <clears throat> you know, Paul told Timothy, stir up the gift that is within you. And literally the Greek there renders fan into flames, that gift that's on the inside of you. And I, I tell people this, if you know how build, if you know how to build a campfire, you can stir the fire of God within you. And Mondo, for me, I just, I, I now have grandchildren. <laughs> we have two beautiful granddaughters, two and four years old. We just celebrated uh, Caroline's second birthday on Sunday. And I go, they don't have the same America that you and I may have grown up in. And all I can think about is what are we going to leave for our children? and our grandchildren, and our great-grandchildren. And Mondo, I decided I can't be quiet. And regardless of what it costs, uh, I'm willing to pay that. And the bottom line, we just have to ask the question, And I'm, am I going to fear God, or am I going to fear man? And if people will become intimate with God, then they won't be intimidated by man. But if we break off our intimacy with God, Daniel 11.32 says, the people that do know their God shall be strong, number one, and then they'll do exploits, which are bold, courageous, daring acts. And the reason people have grown 
afraid, fearful, is because they've let their relationship with the Lord go. And so it's real simple. James said, look, draw near to God. He'll draw near to you. And so a fire has to be tended to. It's not completely self-sustaining. So a fire requires fuel. That's the word of God. And it requires oxygen. That's prayer. That's our intimacy with God. And it's really so simple, Mondo, that people need help misunderstanding it. But if we will draw near to God and we get close to him, you cannot remain silent. You know, the word says that God, he's a man of war. The Lord is a warrior. And so a lot of the Jesus being preached today is an effeminate, sissified Jesus that I can't find in my Bible. And so we need pastors, first of all, to wake up because the pulpits are the most powerful medium in America. And then the sheep will follow the shepherd. Listen, I want you to hold that thought right there. The ministers, the leaders, the church. And, and listen, I, one of my favorite scriptures, because I believe in the church. I'm not judging pastors, evangelists, because I, listen, the, the, the work behind the title is more than you can ever consider. You may be judging your pastor, may, may be judging the minister, yet you have no idea what goes behind the scenes. Therefore, we can't judge them. But I want to tell you something. If there was a place that we can put blame on, but yet find solution, it's, it's in the church. The Bible says, I will build my church. There's a reason why. There's a solid foundation. There's a rock called the church that Jesus Christ has built for us to still have hope in. So I want you to hold that thought, Pastor, because you write in your book that the blame and the solution for all the nation's ills lay on the church. I want you to come back and talk about that, but I want you to order the book right now, Army of God Rising. I'm going to put the link on the screen where you can write it down and go to his website and order the book and support the ministry. I cannot urge you how important it is for you to support the ministry. I cannot urge you for you to continue to stand with ministries that are making a difference, that are not afraid to stand up. Listen, together we can make an impact. And today I need your help to continue to broadcast this program on the PTL network. It airs all over America. Major cities are carrying this program today. Los Angeles, Philadelphia, New York, Miami, Pittsburgh, Dallas, Texas. I mean, I can go on and on and on, but I need your help. I need your support. Together, we can be bold. You have the finances. We have the vehicle to preach the gospel and bring in guests that are going to be talking about the issues and the times and the seasons that we're in right now. But together, we can do it. I believe that right now is the season for you to support ministries, not to retreat, not to judge, but to financially sponsor programs like this one or churches like my friend uh, that are talking about the seasons that we're in right now. Listen, if you want to support the church that Pastor Mark uh, is pastoring, you can go to uh, the Church for All Nations in Colorado. I'm going to put a link on the screen. Support that mission. 
but also support me and being able to help me preach the gospel around the world. And listen, I've been talking about the signs and the times that we're in right now. And we've partnered with people that have done great documentaries about the Cascadia and the big one. Yellowstone is just a distraction, but what's behind the signs and the wonders that we're going to begin to see? the, the, The physical geology of where we are speaks to where what Jesus taught us in Matthew 24. We will see great earthquakes and volcanoes and famines and droughts. Listen, I want you to go to the website right now, ptlshop.com slash mondo, and order the Mega Drought DVD documentary right now that will give you insights about the water wars that are going on right now. Can you imagine that America... The wealthiest nation, the most prosperous nation in the world is suffering from drought. How can this be? What does the Bible have to say? Now, I got to tell you something. All these DVDs are Christian documentaries, meaning Christian uh, men and women have produced this documentary. You're not going to find people that don't understand what the Bible says about these issues. You're going to find men and women that understand prophetically what the Word of God has warned us about, and could this, could this be one of the signs? Listen, study yourself approved. To show yourself approved, study for yourself. Study and begin to understand what is it that the Word of God says about where we are right now. I want to get back to my special guest, Pastor Mark. He is the senior pastor of the Church for All Nations in Colorado Springs, Colorado. He has been in ministry for over 40 years. His new book is titled Army of God Rising. It is forwarded by our dear friend, Lieutenant General Jerry Boykin. You can go to the website and order the book, support the ministry there. But Pastor, let's, let's, I got just a few moments left. Let's talk about the blame and the solution is in the church. What is your message that you want readers to get out of this book, Army of God Rising? Well, the army of God that's rising right now is going to be made up of ordinary men and women. And, you know, a dear friend, Rick Renner, the book, the Lord downloaded this to me in 2015, and then COVID hit. And if you just started chapter four and read that, I personally believe it'd be worth the read. But there is a great awakening going on right now. It's not coming. It's taking place. And it's very important, as we talked about earlier, Mondo, that we know the times and the seasons that we're in. And so there was a, a man that said this in front of every abortion clinic, there ought to be a sign here by permission of the church. Well, the condition our country has gotten in, Mondo, there needs to be a sign out that says, here by permission of the church. All authority has been given unto us, both in heaven and in earth, through our Lord, Jesus Christ. So the first thing is the word to pastors. There was something called the Black Robe Regiment in the founding era of this nation. And it was a backhanded comment by the British against the pastors and the clergy of the day. And what they said, Mondo, they said, if it hadn't been for that Black Robe Regiment, we'd have won this war. 
And so secular historians have proven that if it were not for the pastors speaking up and speaking out what the Word of God says, we never would have declared our independence from Great Britain. We wouldn't have broken that tyrannical hold. The second thing historians discovered, if the pastors had not been involved in the revolution, speaking and many soldiers in that revolution, it wouldn't have been sustainable. And so shepherds, pastors, clergy, they're the most important to lead the way. Secondly, members in the body of Christ, so many think they don't have anything to offer. But here's one thing I learned a long time ago. God never does call the equipped. He equips the called. <laughs> and if you're under the sound of my voice, God is calling you right now. And this book, Army of God Rising, is a word that the Lord downloaded in 2015 to me. And I'm telling you that he, he told me three things, and I'll, this will sum it up. In 2015, he said, right now I'm assembling my army. Number two, the biggest shock you're going to get is who's in that army and who isn't. And I knew what he meant by that. There are going to be people we thought would be leading on the front line. And we're going to go, where are they? And they're nowhere to be found. And then there would be people that we would look and go, who is that person over there? An unknown has emerged and surfaced by the hand of the Lord. Third thing the Lord told me, and it's in the book, you're going to be shocked, Mark, at who you're running with. God is bringing the true body of Christ together. It's an army of God rising, and I'm telling you, hell is about to meet this army of God right now. Woo! And that message is for you right now. Listen, you can be and you are part of that army of God rising in this season. I got to leave you with this scripture, for I am not ashamed of the gospel. That's in the book of Romans chapter 1, verse 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. Then down the line it says that the just shall live by faith. Listen, if we are going to be a part of army of God, and we're going to be rising in this moment, in this great occasions, we cannot be ashamed of the gospel. We cannot be ashamed of the cross. We cannot be ashamed about the blood. We can't be ashamed to preach repentance and call sin for what it is. We got to stand in this season and know that this is the hour that you and I have been called to be a part of the army of God. It's time to rise. I want to thank you, Pastor Mark, for your message. I want to thank you for your boldness. I want to thank you for not being ashamed of the gospel and for setting the example for my generation and the generations to come. I want to encourage you today. Support me today. Write me. Go to the website. Get some of the products that we just launched. We have made this Bible available online for a gift of $20. This is a value of $100, but I wanted to make this available to you because I'm not selling a Bible. I'm just trying to pay for the airtime and, and, and pay for the things that we need to do in order to continue to preach the gospel and read what God has for you in this season and what God wants you to do in the times and the seasons that we're facing right now. Remember, you can still order the, the Mega Drought DVDs or the Cascadia. Get this information in your hands. Be prepared today. 
Thank you for your support. And remember this, no matter what you're going through, keep the faith. It's going to be all right. Bye-bye. Uh, uh.